Welcome to Centerpiece NY with Paul Finnegan, your presenter and producer. Centerpiece NY is a podcast that traces the lives of long-standing members of the Irish community in New York, many of whom we have come to know through a place called the New York Irish Centre in Queens. So how to explain Centerpiece NY? I figured the best way would be just to let you in on a little chat I had recently with George Heslin, the executive director down at the New York Irish Centre. So Paul, what's this podcast Centerpiece NY all about? It's a way to give a voice to the many long-standing members of the Irish community in New York, George, who you won't hear about all that often or see in the community newspapers, if at all, and to tell their stories, which are really interesting because even though they may not be known beyond their family and friends or an association or two that they might belong to, they have all led remarkable lives. But that doesn't mean we won't feature some more well-known Irish New Yorkers along the way because so many of them have given back in amazing ways to the community. And Paul, why is all this so important? First of all, George, these stories deserve to be told. I believe that the movers and shakers in the Irish community have benefited from these long-term community builders. Their unsung efforts roll up into something I call Brand Irish, which endows a privilege of sorts on Irish New Yorkers. When an Irish person comes to New York, they already have a slight edge. And this is because of the many generations of Irish before them that have quietly, without any fuss, gone about building communities here in New York and creating a very positive reputation for the Irish. Taken together, they are influencers, which is a word with a a lot of currency these days. Influencers on a community level. That's very, very true. And tell me a little bit more, Paul, about Brand Irish. Sure, George. Here's one way to look at it. New Yorkers think of the St. Patrick's Day Parade as a celebration of New York, not just of Ireland. And it's the only parade that is allowed to shut down half of Manhattan on a weekday. All the other parades happen at the weekend. To me, that's the most obvious example of brand Irish in this town. I hadn't quite seen it that way, but, but you make a very good point. And how about if you're not familiar with New York? We'd certainly like to have a wider, even international audience outside of New York. So along the way, we'll we'll drop in a note or two about New York for those that don't live here. And even for those that do, so they can see it in a different light themselves. And since our guests identify as Irish, we'll give a little extra colour to Ireland too. And it may not always be a shade of green. So tell me a little bit about the first episode you've lined up. So yes, we have a couple of great episodes to start us off. The first is with a lady from Longford, living in Woodside for close to 60 years. We talked about her not-so-easy upbringing in Ireland, how she educated herself in the States, and became more confident. We talked about her life here, about the lockdown and her faith. It started in the middle of March. The kids said, you know, you don't go anywhere. They did the shopping and... I didn't go to church. 
and her late husband was in the police, the NYPD, and there's a story there too, definitely. And I've just finished talking with the man from Armagh who was in Vietnam as a medic. You'd be sleeping, just lying down to go to sleep at night and you'd hear all the mortars and all the stuff going off. you say to yourself, hope one doesn't land here. If ever there's a man that sees the glass half full, it's this one. I can't wait to roll out that episode. Of course, George, we've come to know our first set of guests through the New York Irish Centre, a place where so many of the rank and file of the Irish community in Queens and beyond find a home away from home. And yourself, George, you just recently took the reins at the NYIC. Tell me about some of the things you've been working on. Thank you, Paul. Well, first of all, it's an honour to serve as Executive Director to the New York Irish Centre located here in Long Island City. The centre opened its doors 15 years ago, so this is a very, very special year for the centre because we're celebrating our 15th anniversary. One of my jobs as I come into the centre here is to continue to build on the great work that has gone before me, and particular in the areas of programming and marketing. So some of the new programmes that we're implementing here, and um, we've launched an Irish choir, uh, which is actually the first ever Irish choir in New York called the New York Irish Choir a pop choir focusing on contemporary Irish music and we have a wonderful choir mistress called Charlie Adams who's going to run that for us. We also have a new playwright in residence here called Paul Mead. Paul is an Irish-based playwright and we're delighted to work with the Irish Arts Council on a project whereby we're going to be creating a full theatre production inspired by the lives of our senior community. So that's something very new and exciting. All of our classes are returning slowly here at the centre and of course we're keeping up with our senior programmes. On Wednesday we provide a wonderful lunch here but at the moment due to COVID we are doing a lot of home deliveries and phone banking. So there's a lot happening here. We were also an election hub like we have been for a number of years. We did a blood drive here. We did CPR classes here in the centre and lots of new stuff including this podcast which is a great addition to the programming as well. It's a great honour also to run this building that has become a home for so many organisations. Upward of 40 Irish organisations a year use the building here, including many of the counties, associations and various other groups. So it's a, it's a privilege to, to run this building, but more importantly to share this building with the greater Irish community. Um, and Paul, it seems like, going back to your podcast, that many people are doing podcasts these days. And I've heard it said that there are more podcasts than people. What do you think about that statement? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is true that many are diving into the new world of podcasting, myself included. But there's a reason for this. Podcasting is an excellent format for storytelling, information sharing and entertainment. The technology is now so accessible, just like everything the Internet is giving us. So the age of podcasting is upon us. And more and more people will be giving it a go. And that's a good thing because it is a craft and it will get better the more people do it. You know, no one ever says there are too many rock bands or singers. Podcasting is also an art form that has no limits. It fits right into the world of creativity. So I'm very excited about launching Centerpiece NY. I just hope folks will find it worth a regular listen. That's really great, Paul. I'm sure they will. And how can people stay in touch with Centerpiece NY? You can stay in touch by following us on Facebook and Twitter. Look for at Centerpiece NY. That's C-E-N-T-E-R-P-I-E-C-E-N-Y. We'll be launching soon, so watch out for updates. <laughs>